Hello everyone, my name is Beryl and welcome to my podcast, Creative Force. If this is your first time listening, it is good to have you with us. For everyone else, I'd like to welcome you back. I'm here to bring you creative people in all genres of art, crafts, culture, and and information about topics of interest. All of these things begin with the force of creativity. If you enjoy listening to Creative Force, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. We have with us today Leslie Stone, who is an entrepreneur and queen of cannabis. Hey, Leslie, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful today, Beryl. How are you? <laughs> Good. Oh, great. Thank you. Well, Cannabis is one of the latest businesses that people are involving themselves in, whether it's to purchase, find information, or actually become a business partner. So please tell us your involvement with or being queen of cannabis. Well, as the queen of cannabis, I help people find their way in this industry, um, whether you want to explore it as a patient, an investor, or an entrepreneur. Right. And how long have you been in this business? I've been in this business now six years. Okay. Um, I started off just like you, kind of curious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, went to a trade show, the first one that they did here in New York, uh, CWCB. Mm-hmm. It took place six years ago in June. I was there and... Like everyone else, I had the misconception of what was about to take place. I thought it was going to be like this whole smoke fest or something going on, you know. And when I got there, I was amazed at the people I saw because it was all these electoral officials and all these professional people and major CEOs from corporations. Mm -hmm. So it kind of took me for a whirlwind. I wasn't expecting that. And... um, at that moment, I realized that this was serious and this was going to be big business and Absolutely. it was starting. Okay. And that was six years ago. Mm-hmm. So now fast forward. Now now here we are. Yep, 2019. Um, 2019. Yep. Um, and now legalized marijuana and hemp is mainstream. Right. Um, I'm so so excited about that because I am a media company. Um, Uh I entered into this space as a media provider. So let's talk cannabis, which is my parent company or the first company I started is a media marketing agency. Okay. But now since you said that, let's give the listeners the name of your website while we're here. Okay. Yeah. If if you want to check us out and find out what we are all about, um, it's an educational hub of information and opportunities. You can find us at Let's Talk Cannabis, and that's C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z dot TV. So Let's Talk Cannabis dot TV. Um, That's great. mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. So now you have it, listeners. So we'll also repeat it at the end of the show. Okay. Um, so with with this new business of cannabis, especially for the people who may not know exactly what it is, let's give them some information as to um, cannabis meaning um, marijuana with THC versus CBD, hemp. And what all that means, what are the definitions of those, et cetera? 
Okay, I think what I'm, we're going to do, Beryl, is do a quick Cannabis 101. Okay, good. Um, first thing is we have to introduce one of the biggest problems with the legalized marijuana industry was that there was so much stigma associated with this industry that the first thing we need to do is learn how to speak to it and how to speak about it. Because because of that uh, whole taboo that was associated with marijuana as a control one substance, um, when we say pot and weed and ganja and all these things, mm-hmm. it has a derogatory uh, connotation, connotation attached absolutely. to it. Reefer madness. Reefer madness, right. you know, <laughs> getting high, you know. When you say things like that, it's like, okay. Um, so one of the great, one of the, one of the first things we must do is in order to reprogram our mindsets, although we may talk about the same thing, we're talking about it differently. So yes. we speak about it differently. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the first thing we need to do is introduce terminologies. So in the world of legalized marijuana and, and, and hemp and cannabis, we do not use words like reefer, a pot, right. ganja, uh, anything of that nature. Mm-hmm. We refer to it as flower or cannabis. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, those are the scientific names of it. Mm-hmm. It's a flower. Right. And that flower is cannabis. Right. Okay. So that's how we reference it. Um, now, we all know what cannabis is, um, but most of us don't know the medicinal properties of it or why it has all these therapeutic effects. Right. So now to understand that a little bit, you have to understand what cannabis is made of. Right. Now, CBD is for cannabidiol? Cannabinoids. Well, that's Cannab- what I was getting okay. there. All right. So you have to understand what cannabis is made of. All right. Cannabis is made of, there's a lot of different components to it, mm-hmm. but the two primary ones and the ones that we are all familiar with and the ones you hear about all the time right now is THC. And THC is the the um, the compound or the component of the plant that gets us high that right. causes a psychoactive effect, okay. and that is what has been classified or the reason why it was classified a control one substance. Mm-hmm. CBD, which is cannabinoids, is the medicinal benefit of the plant, and that's what's sweeping the nation right now as we have gone mainstream with cannabis being a medicine. Right. So now. What? Why is CBD so effective? That's right. really the question that mm-hmm. everyone should be asking. Yes. Um, the the reason why, truthfully, is because it's part of our natural anatomy. Mm-hmm. We have in our system something called an endocannabinoid system. Okay, our endocannabinoid system is the system within our own anatomy that helps us to repair itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's think about this. Before we had pharmaceutical drugs, when we got sick, right? what did we do? We went natural. We went holistic. Mm-hmm. We went to the garden and picked the herbs that we needed to help cure whatever it was that ailed us. Exactly. So if we reference that framework there mm-hmm. and going back to the natural holistic remedies that the earth provides us, right. then we already know that we can heal ourselves. That's right. Okay. I believe what has happened in today's world is just that because we're modernized and we've evolved and to where we are now in the information age and over that involvement, it has taken us away from using natural resources because right. they give us so many artificial right. processed. Well, I mean, just things. think about it at night when you're watching those commercials about various chemically produced um, medicines the side effects that 
are given is enough to frighten you from even wanting to try it if you have any sense. Like, oh, you can choke, your um, <laughs> your tongue could swell up to twice the size. If, you're, um, if your heart stops beating, it's almost to that point. It's like ridiculous when you hear the side effects of these chemically induced medications. Well, it, it's, it's, it's scary. Yeah. Um, because most of the times the side effects are worse than the problem Absolutely. that you're actually look, seeking a remedy for. Like who so, would want to take that? Yeah, but you know what? We've been conditioned to do so. True. And I've seen how side effects impact a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But the greatest thing about cannabis and hemp is all natural. It's all natural. There so are no side effects. Some of the benefits of CBD I know might be anxiety. Um, if you have anxiety or a panic disorder, it, mm-hmm. it could help with that. Can you give us some other benefits um, that CBD ha- can help you with? Well, CBD um, cannabinoids can be used for a number of different things. It alleviates chronic pain. Mm-hmm. It helps with sleep disorders, right? mood modulation, and neuropathy. Mm-hmm. So anywhere, pretty much any affliction that you're dealing with, this could be a natural holistic remedy. Right. Okay. And, and we're looking at this as something to be used as an alternative prevention as well. Mm-hmm. Because once again, this will not give you any side effects. Right. This helps you to maintain your day-to-day uh, functionality. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps to uh, increase your appetite. You know, it helps with mobility. So, And with anything else, you should probably talk to your doctor about it. Well, yes. In terms of, so you know, like, how much to use or... Well, I'll tell you, you know what? Because it's so new and it has never been really used like this in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to remember, when we used to use all our home remedies, there were no real measurements true. to it. You know, That's it's just true. like you kind of put it together and it works. Yes. So we're kind of in that mode right now, whereas um, a doctor will certify your medical marijuana doctor can certify you but truthfully no one can actually diagnose you yet we don't have enough research and data to show right. that so we're still compiling that information right. with patients that's coming on board now mm-hmm. uh, the one thing i will say to that is that uh, we are all individuals our bodies are different our bodies react to things differently so that is really going to be on a case-by-case basis, basis. Mm-hmm. absolutely okay so um in terms of the um, CBD, it comes in different forms. And what are some of those and how would you use them? Well, there are a lot of different ways to consume cannabis. Um, and I think that's one of the grayest areas um, and the misconception that most people have is that you have to smoke cannabis. Right. You don't. No. You don't have to smoke it at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that's what's so marvelous about it now because there are so many ways to consume this plant. Right. It's unbelievable. It should be something that would be comfortable to almost anyone. Well, let's just say this. There's a way for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and when I, what I mean by that is that one of the things I've prided myself in doing was educating people on consumption methods because that was one of the things that I found to be Mm eye-opening to myself um, when I found out the different ways to consume cannabis because I too was 
blinded by the misinformation. I only knew what I was taught, right. which wasn't the right things. Mm-hmm. So um, once I learned that there were many different ways to consume marijuana, I realized that now I can help remove the stigma because most people that I know that are opposed to marijuana, they're opposed to the smoking it and they're opposed to the scent. Right. For example, I don't smoke cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So I oppose the smell and scent of cigarettes. Right. I do. Right. Um, does it bother me when somebody smokes an e-cigarette around mm-hmm. me? No, not at all. Mm-hmm. So like I tell people, I don't really, I, I used to say I don't like smoking. No, it's not that I don't like smoking. I don't like the scent right. that smoking leaves right. behind. Right. Um, especially when you're around other people. And also the secondhand smoke. Too, right, but that's so. what I'm trying to say. So most people really wasn't a couple, because let's just say if you never smoked, then you can't say you're opposed to smoking. No. You're opposed to the smell. Second, the secondhand smoke, and, right. the effect of it. Right. So what I realized was that most people, because when you talk to a lot of people, they're like, I don't smoke cannabis, and you're asking mm-hmm. them how they ever, they've never smoked it. Right. So what that says But is then that, there's also a difference between marijuana and cannabis which is being used for medicinal purposes. Because to me, marijuana means it has THC. Okay, well, let's clarify that now. Good. Marijuana and cannabis are the same. All right. It's just two different terminologies, but it means the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, uh, when we're talking about, if you want to look for the plant species, because there are two plant species when it comes to the cannabis plant. There's cannabis... And there's hemp. Right. Okay. Now, hemp has no THC in it whatsoever. So anything that's derived from a hemp-based plant Mm -hmm. will not have any traces of THC in it. And you do not need to genetically modify it. Right. However, if you are to derive something from cannabis, it has THC. Right. And you must genetically modify it to extract or reduce the THC levels down to whatever right. it is you're trying okay, to reach. Okay, cool. Got you. Got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you got it, listeners? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so mm-hmm. continue on. So, um, like I said, so when you're looking at taking your medicine, you know, what's going to be the best consumption method for you? I always ask people, I start with just a basic conversation, like, mm-hmm. oh, so what do you like to do? You know, I ask, do you smoke cigarettes? Do they tell me they smoke cigarettes? You know, you know, do you, like, ask them if they drink? Mm-hmm. Because, once again, any of those ways, anything that a person does right. truthfully right now, we can infuse it with cannabis. Right. Um, cannabis is in beauty products. Cannabis is in... Um, in different consumption methods, such as edibles. So, you know, you like to eat, we can put it in your foods. Mm-hmm. You can have it in beverages. You can have it in a capsule form. You can have it as a a, a, a topical, like a cream to right, rub on you. Right. You can have it in what they call as a transdermal, like a patch to stick on you. You can use uh, oils to mm-hmm. vape. You can use oils to cook with. Uh, you get tincture under your tongue. You can use tinctures. Um, I mean, they have it in lip balms. They have it in distillate. I mean, there's just, it, it goes on and on and on wow. and on. Wow. Um, and I'm sure there's a lot that I don't even know of mm-hmm. as of yet that's mm-hmm. yet to come. But the thing is, what's right for you? Right, exactly. So what, all right, so I'm a new customer. Uh-huh. And I think for me, I would be interested in either an oil mm-hmm. because it helps to relieve pain. 
and I may have some arthritic pain maybe in my hand or uh, neuropathy pain in my feet. So what would you suggest that I use? Okay. Well, first of all, I would want to pretty much talk about the pain levels that you mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. What are your pain levels? Not great. Okay. Let's talk mm-hmm. from a scale one to ten. All right. One to ten, I'd say maybe a five. Okay. Um, and is this on a day? You have this every day? No. it's It comes and goes. Sporadic? Mm-hmm. Uh, have you noticed anything? Intermittently. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have you, <laughs> excuse me, noticed Anything that kind of um, triggers it, or does it happen during a certain no, day, certain no. activity, or anything? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so that sounds more like it's degenerative. Okay. Okay. Meaning that it's just part of the body aging. That's right. There's not anything that's specifically triggering. There's no activity no. that you're doing. No. Okay. Now, what what are you experiencing? So I experience a little pain in under my thumb, and also, like I said, neuropathy isn't really pain. It's like a numbness in your feet from diabetes. Mm -hmm. So would that be more prone for oils to rub it in or tink? It's not not severe pain. Okay. Well, it sounds like to me what if I would probably start you on, I would start you on a daily supplement Mm -hmm. of a tincture because it sounds like you have a lot of nerves. Like you say, this is neuro. Okay. So you have neuropathy issues that we're Mm -hmm. dealing with and probably Mm -hmm. a little inflammation is causing that pain. So I would start you definitely on a tincture and a topical. Okay. That's where I would start because once again, depending on the level of the pain that you're experiencing, um, if it's very severe pain, then we want to have that tincture. Thank God, no. It's just, you know, it's like uncomfortable. But the good thing is with the tincture, it will keep it at a level that doesn't exas- exasperate. You know, mm-hmm, we don't want mm-hmm. it to get any worse. So I would that would be a great place where you start because you're dealing with, you know, neuro, like I say, with the mm-hmm. nerves. Yes. So once again, a, a nice tincture. I would say probably starting you off just to give you a good dosage. Mm-hmm. Um, since you're not experiencing severe pain, I think 250 milligrams would mm-hmm. be a good point right um because so does that mean like a drop board yeah it would actually be like just like in one of this bottle here this is actually a tincture okay, okay. and this is 100 milligrams this is 100 milligrams mm-hmm. um the entire bottle is 100 milligrams okay okay so when you're actually using the syringe to give yourself a drop then you're you're using maybe you know five ten milligrams mm-hmm. at a time per okay. dosage okay right. now once again with this this is a very effective uh, instant way to get relief. And the reason being is because of the time it takes to work. Like as soon as you, you put it underneath your tongue, right. you put a drop there, you mm-hmm. hold it for about a good minute or so, right. then you swallow it down. It goes directly into yeah, your bloodstream. I've used tinctures before, but I think it might have been either like rosemary or a little bit more familiar type of herb okay. that you might use for different different issues okay mm-hmm. well it's but i know it, it works almost instantaneously well let, let's just say this when we're talking about rosemary mm-hmm. we're talking about uh uh, uh turmeric right um when we're talking about moringa sage these different mm-hmm. things these Tulsi. are all these are all plant species that's right these are all things that have uh medicinal benefits for mm-hmm. the human anatomy right, okay? right right um we all know that that's why we've been using these mm-hmm. things for so many years okay so 
a tincture is a very good way like to go. Like I said, this is something you use. You you put a drop under your tongue. It goes instantly into your bloodstream, right. and it gives you an effect mm-hmm. immediately. Nice. Um, and then, like I said, for you, I would also, because you're experiencing those, you know, the pains like that, I would use a topical, mm-hmm. okay? I would use either one, of, like it could be a cream or it could be a gel. Okay? Right. So th- those would be the two places I would start you off okay. um, initially because based on, you know, your assessment mm-hmm. there, I would start you with these two. You were using, like you use your, your tincture daily, like a daily supplement, just like right. taking a vitamin. And then you would use this more so as needed, these, okay. these actual topicals as needed when you're experiencing the pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have the same here. This is a, a lotion, a CBD lotion. Right. So this could be applied just like the same as the cream. Mm-hmm. But now we're talking about like, let's say if you wanted to really utilize some CBD from beauty because it helps with anti-aging, it helps right. with our skin, it helps with uh, nice. acne. So mm-hmm. it has all those benefits as well. So if you wanted to use it more like a mask, right. a face cream, right. so then you can use it in the form of a beauty product. Um, one of the most common things, well, what most people or we thought was, you know, most people that are familiar with cannabis, they are familiar from smoking. So Mm -hmm. it was pretty easy to introduce the vape. Okay. The vape is something that most people are familiar with because everybody knows about a smoker. Mm -hmm. People that are opposed to smoking normally are pretty cool with the vape just due to the fact that it does not have a scent. Right. Okay. Um, you know, vaping is a it's taking the liquid, applying heat, and the heat creates a a moisture. Right. And it vaporizes, mm-hmm. creates the condensation of it. So this is what is very popular amongst most people, and mainly just because it's somewhere something you can take anywhere. No one's looking at you differently. No one can tell if you're smoking right. whatever you're smoking versus an e-cigarette. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, good thing about the vape pens, though, they have two types of vape, which I brought into the studio today. We have a refillable and we have a disposable. Now, let's start with the refillable. The refillables are, to me, I prefer a refillable pen just because um, I find them to be more cost effective. And because I vape regularly, mm-hmm. I don't feel the need that I want to get a disposable one and get a. However, there may be occasions that you just pick up one. Right. Uh, <clears throat> Refillables are just that. They're refillable. Um, it's really two parts to it. You have the charger, and then you have the actual cartridge. Your mm-hmm. cartridge is what contains the oil that you're vaping, okay? So you actually attach the cartridge to the pin, which is the charger. You, you hit the button or how you activate it. It warms up. It turns the oil into a vapor that you inhale, mm-hmm. okay? So this is a vaporizer, um, and then we also have a disposable one. Um, you can also see they come in different styles, designs, yes. <laughs> you know, to fit your lifestyle. So what is the price point for, let's say, this, and maybe you could give us an idea of some of the other products. Okay. Well, just speaking of the price points for um, a disposable pen, now this is on a little on the higher side just mm-hmm. because it's all fancy and it's pretty. Yes, and yes. It's colorful yes. and everything. So this disposable pen right here is actually $40. Okay. Okay. Um, it's 100 milligrams. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's all natural and it's Girl Scout cookies. Okay, right. so it tells you the flavor. So it has, I think, was normally tell you how many puffs, two hundred puffs. Mm-hmm. So after two hundred puffs, you know, they're about. It's right. done. Once you finish, you throw it away. Right. Okay. okay. You dispose mm-hmm. of it. Now the refillable. Um, once again, 
it depends on price point. You have to actually you're gonna put you're gonna purchase two things when you your first time because you need the pen itself. Yes. And then you need the the, the charger. However. You do not have to repeatedly buy the pen. You mm-hmm. just replace the charger. Right. I mean, replace the cartridge. Yes. Now, what what these pens cost varies. Mm-hmm. Once again, it's about lifestyle. They have pens that start about fifteen dollars, which are very plain. They're plastic, mm-hmm. black, mm-hmm. nothing fancy, mm-hmm. not appealing to the eye. Um, then you have this one. This runs. This pen right here is actually forty bucks. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, it has a good lifeline to it. You know, it's a little chic. You mm-hmm. know, it gives you a little yeah. little, little, little elegance and right. class. Um, we have some that run up to be a couple hundred dollars we have some that are blinged out i think the, the most expensive vape pen i think is mm-hmm. out here it's a five thousand dollar one that's mm-hmm. got some gems on it to my right. understanding okay all right so it's all about the a little bling yeah a little bling <laughs> you know so one of the other one of the other main questions i have in terms of i would say quality mm-hmm. um in terms of what you're purchasing Again, at the end of the program, we're going to give you a website, and I believe you can buy these products on your website. Yes, you can. So, and, and in terms of the legalities, all of this is legal in New York City. Yes, everything okay. is, well, first of all, there is a huge black market. Let's talk about both the black market and the legal market. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing I do um, as an educator, and the reason why I created my platform was to educate people how to operate in this business legally good um very important um there's a lot of a, a lot of people of color that have been in the industry in the black market and so i'm trying to help convert them into a legal marijuana business mm-hmm. um the key to being legal is to comply okay right. just like anything else you must comply um compliance and regulatory is a, one of the most critical areas in this industry and it is the area that anyone that enters must be fully aware of if they want to sustain themselves mm-hmm. yeah sure as a business mm-hmm. so so what i'm when also what i guess i'm asking is the quality of the product it's like how can you sort of guarantee that you're getting a quality product and nothing crazy well the way i guarantee <clears throat> that you're getting a product pro, uh, quality product Everything that we have on our website is pharmaceutical grade. Mm-hmm. What that means is that it's been tested. So all the products that we sell are 100% compliant based on the states that they are produced within. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how do we know they're compliant? Because we require the necessary documentation to solidify that they're compliant. And those things you must be aware of to understand and know that you're getting products that have been tested from what's called seed to sale. So if it's compliant, it's tested from seed to sale. From the time you get the seed to the time the consumer gets it in his hand, we can tell you where it happened. Every Mm -hmm. hand, every action that that seed went through. Right. From cultivation to distribution. And is it GMO'd? Uh, That's not GMO because that means genetically modified. Mm -hmm. No, it's not GMO. But now they have cloning seeds. I don't don't think that's what you're referring to. I think what you may be wanting to ask without knowing is that how do you qualify to find out if they are compliant? That really comes from lab tests. Mm -hmm. Okay. The lab tests, and these are what's called certificate of analysis, COAs. COAs and COAs are regulated by the government okay so they must 
mandate and stay within the government's benchmarks. And the most important thing about all of this is because we are this is human consumption. We are consuming mm-hmm. these products, yes. whether we eat them, vape them, or whatever the case Absolutely. may be. So first and foremost is the safety of the consumer. Important. I repeat, guys, the safety of the consumer. Now, the, the the problem right now with a lot of people entering into the marketplace, and it's exciting because it's new, but what's scary is because you have so many people at home making these products in their kitchen. Mm-hmm. And they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, this is a there's a science behind it. Mm-hmm. There's a science that you know when you're talking about temperatures and pressure points and consistencies. All this is based on scientific. Exactly. I'm data. glad I asked that question. So that's when we get a little leery. Um, what will happen, unfortunately, Burl, is you're going to see over time people will get sick and they will die. And at that time, it would heighten the importance of having quality tested products because the average consumer, just like anyone else, what happens a lot of times is people, they say, oh, they want to get their car, their medical marijuana mm-hmm, car, right? Mm-hmm. They get the car and they go into the dispensary and the products are twice as two, three times more than what they pay from the black market. <laughs> right. So what does that do? They runs them right back <laughs> to the black market. Exactly. But what's going to bring them back to that dispensary is because... Over time, people are going to get sick. People are going to die. It's going to be a lot of things happening in that black market mm-hmm. because those products are not tested. There are impurities. There are pesticides. There it could are all be anything things. On it. Exactly. It could be anything on and it. the thing is, a lot of people that's making these entrepreneurs, and not to take away from anyone that want to get into the business, but do understand that you are providing a product that humans are consuming. So, if something happens to anyone that you've given your product to. There's a lot about liability yeah. that could fall you need, you. you need quality control. Right. So this is where all of that comes in with the COAs, mm-hmm. um, with these lab tests. That's about quality control, quality assurance, and being tracked and tested from sea to sail. Very important. Very important. So with all of this in mind, the business that you are in, you here in New York, you have places where... You give seminars and you teach people what the products are, how to be maybe entrepreneurs. Could you give us a little bit of insight into some of that and what's happening and where they can go? Yeah, well, what we've done is, well, what I found after I got into the industry was the biggest thing was that I was misinformed. You know, um, what I thought I knew, I didn't know at all. Mm -hmm. Um, The information I had gotten was the wrong information. Um, So what happened was I actually did a paper in college, believe it or not, um, called Marijuana, a Drug or Medicine. And it was at that moment that I realized that marijuana had so many medicinal benefits to it Mm -hmm. um, because I was reading works that was cited by the American Medical Journal Mm -hmm. Association. And all these different works was telling me, you know, that they had already documented, done the research, and they knew that it had all these medicinal benefits to it. But at the same time, it was legalized and categorized as a controlled one substance drug. So I knew at that moment, or once I started to see it get legal, that it was going to be very important to educate the people. Mm -hmm. The people had to be educated. They had to be, or shall I say, re-educated, okay, because they had been misinformed. So my mission is to educate 
the world on this plant. Mm -hmm. Um, So what have I done to do it? Because I have to reach different people differently. Um, So in order to do so, we've done a number of different things. We launched the Cannabis Learning Center. Uh, We did our open house in April right in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. We're super excited about it. Um, We chose Crown Heights because we wanted to also address some of the social equity component to make sure that the neighborhoods that was marginalized and the families that have been impacted the most by the war on drugs also receive the benefits from this legalized industry. But in order to do so, a lot of these people need education and training. Absolutely. Okay. So that's one of the reasons why we decided to be in the forefront of creating a platform that will address those people that are kind of always overlooked just because of their background. Just so like now the- this place gives information <clears throat> about the product and, and or about you becoming involved as um, a distributor or an entrepreneur? What what? Well, it's not really so much about the product. This okay. place is a learning center. All right. Okay, so a learning center give you an understanding of the business all right okay it's the business of cannabis and the business of cannabis talks about cultivation it talks about distribution it talks about you know uh medicine we're talking horticulture we're talking about marketing so we are creating a safe space so the cannabis learning center is actually a safe space for people to go to receive the necessary information and education that's needed to become a part of this industry. Mm-hmm. Now, what, we, what we're looking at is for if you want to be a patient, mm-hmm. you come to us. If you're an investor, you come to us. Right. If you're an entrepreneur, you come to us because we're going to have the different type of courses and workshops and seminar, seminars Love to it. provide whomever the place to go to get that necessary okay. information. And and where is this located at? This is located in Crown Heights, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. on 750 Nostrand Avenue. It's between Sterling and Park. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And when are your next classes or where can people get information about that again? Okay. Well, they can actually go to the Black Lady Theater um, website, theblackladytheater.com, or they can also go to letstalkcannabis.tv. Um in addition to that, you can also come to our Instagram, follow us on any of our social media platforms because we promote a lot of those events there beautiful, as well. Beautiful. Now, our next class will be um, on the 29th at the Cannabis Learning Center, and that class is going to be THC versus CBD. Okay, and that's June 29th. June 29th. All right. But then our next uh, workshop in Harlem mm-hmm. will be this Saturday on June the 22nd and that's going to be cannabis entrepreneurship. Okay. Um, we're going to have a couple New York based um, cannabis entrepreneurs, business owners come in and give you their insight, um, their challenges and how they participated and found their way in this industry. Right. And where is that going to be? That's going to be held at Londales on 139th and Frederick Douglass in Harlem. Right. It's going to be Saturday um, the 22nd from 1 to 3 p.m. All right. And is does it cost anything to come? Do you, yes. Now, some of, our, some of our things are free. Some of them do have a cost. Um, it's from free to up to about $200, depending on the course or the workshop. Mm-hmm. What I will tell you that the the workshops, of course, you don't get certificates, but anything that you do at the Cannabis Learning Center, you do get a certificate for right, because great. it's a class. All right. And do you have any other <clears throat> um, workshops like the one at Londell's? Do you have a date for anything beyond Saturday? Um, well, we have the twenty this Saturday, the 22nd. We have the 29th. Um, then we're doing an event on the 27th in Midtown. Um, we have we have a lot of things and happening. Then, and we can get that information. All on the website. All Go right. to let's 
Talk Cannabis, and that's C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z dot TV. Um, and also, if you want class information for the Cannabis Learning Center, check out the theater.com. All right, beautiful. And you're on Instagram and Facebook? Yes, Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and Twitter. Okay, ma'am. <laughs> All right. <laughs> A bit more time. Okay. Well, yeah. one of the things, Beryl, because you and I are women, one of the things I wanted to talk about, um, because there's a lot of benefits for women using cannabis. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, when it comes to the woman's body, yes, this has always been hush, hush. Yes. You know? Um, something time that whisper. was... Yeah, yeah time, like it's the whisper. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the unspoken. Okay? That's right. Um, and unfortunately, uh, it's, it's been to the point that women... Are, there's a stigma put on a woman, a woman as she ages. And that stigma comes by lack of information mm-hmm. and open discussions, yes. I believe. Um, just recently, I learned something that was very profound to me and to the point that it opened my eyes to the the fact that I need to create a dialogue behind this. Okay. Um, and that's I why I want wait, to speak to you. I can't you. wait yeah. to hear this one. Okay. Well, first of all, I brought in a product today. Um, this is a lube. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a sexual lube. That is created with cannabis. Yes. Now, there's such an interesting story behind this. The grower that creates this product is a woman. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, she's a woman that recently went through a hysterectomy. Right. Um, So this is why she created this product, because she was experiencing some, you know, sexual uh, uh, dryness dryness and Mm -hmm. things of that nature that she didn't know what to do. She didn't know who to talk to. And unfortunately, there was no platforms that addressed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so she decided to kind of, you know, take matters into her own hand. That's right. And she created this uh, this sex lube. It says, get high, not dry. <laughs> <laughs> Loving it. <laughs> now, but what happened in, in speaking to her and learning yeah. why she created this product, I also learned that. There's a lot of information out here that women don't know. Mm. Uh, once again, when we're talking about hysterectomies, when we're talking about menstrual cycles, right. when we're talking about menopause and premenopause, mm-hmm. I just learned something so revolutionary to me that I didn't know because I thought menopause was menopause took place in women once you hit, I don't know. 50, 60, 70. Right. I don't know. I just knew mm-hmm. it was much older women. Right. And the reason why I, I had that uh, conception was because everything you see on television when you show a woman in menopause, like I, I know a commercial right now is two women, but they look like grandmothers. These That's women right. look like 60, 70 years old. Mm-hmm. I just found out from having this conversation with this grower that women start pre-menopause in their 30s. That's true. And most women are doing menopause in their 40s nowadays. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I believe most women have no clue what they're going through when their bodies is going through these changes. Yeah. And I think that's a discussion we must have. Absolutely. Um, and I'm, I'm really ready to talk about it more and really shed mm-hmm. light on how therapeutic cannabis can be to women in sexuality. Right, 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 right. So So that's something that we're gonna have to set up a what couple is the, of things. what is and what is the price point for that? 
Now, I'll tell you, this is, I got this recently. Um, I don't want to misquote you. I'm not for sure of her Mm, price point. mm, mm. I do have a lube that I I work with, and it goes for $69.99. Okay. So I'm not for sure of her exact price point because this is my sample product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying it out. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. You want to get back to us? (laughs) TMI, TMI. (laughs) So great. So now um, we have another product, Mm -hmm. another use. That will be helpful to, I'm sure, a great deal of people. Well, I think it's not just a young, another use, but it's the it's the demographics that we don't talk about right. when it comes to sex and yes. sexuality. Mm-hmm. And that's women. That's right. Um, one thing that the grower said to me, and this is what really triggered this whole thing about, yes, you're going to do this, Leslie. You're going to open up this dialogue, mm-hmm. and you're going to raise awareness to us for us women. Right. Because what happened when, when, when men started to experience their difficulties with their sexuality. They addressed it right away. Not only did they address it, but they made it public and they Mm -hmm. mainstreamed it and Mm -hmm. they created a solution for it. Yeah, Viagra. There you go, Mm -hmm. right? It's never been done for the woman. It's It's still because nobody's even talking about it. It can't be said. (laughs) I never, listen, we can't even say you get dry. Okay, (laughs) it's forbidden for Mm -hmm. us. But that's why now we must open that door and open that conversation because not only... Do we experience this? Mm-hmm. But there are solutions for it. Right. But we will not know the solutions if we never talk about right. it. Right, and share the information. Exactly. So I was just very, I was enlightened to receive the information, mm-hmm. and I'm just as excited to share that information uh, with other women right. yes, as well. Yes, yes, So you heard it here on Creative Force from Leslie Stone. All right, ladies. So with that in mind, mm-hmm. I think we can... Wrap this session up. It okay. was wonderful having you. Well, thank you. You it was a have being given here. us so much information and education about cannabis and its uses. Thank you again, Leslie Stone. Well, thank you. All right. And tune in for the next time. Thank you, listeners. Ciao. Come back. Oh, and, and I will say do remember in the Green Rush, money grows on trees. Thank you for listening to the Creative Force Podcast with your host, Beryl. If you liked what you heard, come back and let others know about Creative Force. Until next time, be well, be creative, and enjoy living.